0: Hello and welcome everybody to the Cross Point Church Scripture Podcast. It's your host, Pastor Josiah. Looking forward to walking this road, 40 psalms, 40 days in the psalms with Jesus, walking it together. It's really been building me up, making me think about some things. Uh, one of the main benefits, I think, from, uh, to just jump right into it, um, one of the main benefits from having scripture alongside your prayer life is that it keeps you moving into areas maybe you wouldn't on your own. You know, when you, when scripture is a vital part of your prayer life, it talks to you about things that maybe you need to think about that I need to think about and causes me to begin to consider and to pray about some things I need to pray about. I'll give you a recent example from my life. I was talking with my kids about some things that are happening at their school, cultural things that are just anti-Christian. And both of my kids, uh, like high school age, they wanted to know, like, what are we supposed to do? And to be honest with you, my first reaction was that kind of angry fear where I was like, man, I'm so angry at these people for bringing this stuff to my kids and I don't want my kids to have to face this and I'm not sure what to do and I'm kind of angry about it because it was stemming from fear. And so then I was reading my scriptures later and it talked about, you know, having courage and being strong in the Lord. And I was like, God, I don't have that right now. You know, that's not the way I reacted. I didn't react with strength in the Lord and courage. And because I'm reading these scriptures right now, it's making me want to talk to you about it. I could just feel guilty, be quiet about it and walk away. But because these scriptures are inspiring me to prayer, I, I said, God, please teach me to how to find my courage in you. So that I don't just feel afraid and get angry. And I don't know what I've prayed about. I'm not sure. Cause I didn't at the time, you know, I was just mad and a little upset that this was happening to my kids and I was afraid. And then, Would I have talked to him about it if scripture hadn't inspired me to pray? I don't know, but I don't want to find out. You know, why would I if I have scripture at hand to where I can get into it and it can inspire my prayers, okay? So today we're on Psalm 32, and it's going to talk about a vital part of our prayer life um, that maybe we want to avoid sometimes, and that is prayers of confession. Prayers of confession. It's where we get with God and we just share. Like, that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to say, God, I wish I was like that brave person who's never worried about anything to know about you, but I'm not. I'm afraid and it's making me angry. That's confession where I just come and openly say it. I didn't try to clean it up or change it. I just told God the truth and uh, knew that he would listen to me because of Jesus. (laughs) You understand? If, If since, not if, since Jesus died for us, for our sins, then we have peace with God through Christ Jesus who died for us. It's the free gift of God of salvation, so I can bring the fact that I'm not right yet to God and ask him for forgiveness. And you notice in my prayer I was saying, God, please make me, teach me about this courage too. So why so much um, talk before we get into the psalm? I just think this prayer of confession is so important and it, it needs to be so much more than please forgive me. There's Nothing wrong with that. I pray that prayer a lot. Please forgive me. That's great. But God, like a good father, wants to talk with you about it. Prayers of repentance are good prayers, and they're Christian prayers. Okay? And we'll look now to Psalm 32 as an example. So I'll read the psalm, and then we'll just have a little bit of how this can help us, where we see Jesus in it, and how it can help us with our prayer life. Okay? So Psalm 32 in the ESV reads, Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven. Therefore, let everyone who is godly offer prayer to you at a time when you may be found. Surely in the rush of great waters they shall not reach him. You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Be not like a horse or a mule without understanding, which must be curbed with bit and bridle, or it will not stay near you. Many are the sorrows of the wicked. But steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. Okay. For one, this is interesting. We can see the Christian life often can be seen in the life of Jesus, okay? And thankfully, the one thing we don't share with Jesus is Jesus never needed to repent, okay? He always did what the Father showed him to do. He lived the life we couldn't, didn't live. And that's why he's able to offer us righteousness and forgiveness of sin in his sacrifice and in his name. Okay. And it makes it even more powerful that he took the place. The Bible says, uh, Paul says, that he became sin so that who knew no sin, that was him. He became sin who knew no sin so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Okay. Wow you know so he stood in a place he didn't belong so he knows what it's about but not by committing sin but rather by taking the wrath that those of us who commit sin deserve and if he's willing to do that which he was and we see it in the cross then we are able we can with confidence not only are able but we are required to and we should bring a heart of repentance to him and this will of course be prayer right you can't Talk to God without praying. That's how you talk to God. So our prayer life, you know, repentance. Some people say, man, I just feel like I'm always asking God for forgiveness. Hey, that means you're praying a lot. Okay. I'm not trying to make light of a potentially uh, painful situation, but I, I do think that's important. Some people, man, I just talking to God all day about all the things I messed up. No, sounds like a good habit to me, honestly. But let's look at verses 3 uh, through 5 here real quick. For when I kept silent... That is about my iniquity, my transgressions. We know that because of verses 1 and 2. For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. Verse 5, the important turning point. I, I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not cover my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Now look at the part that God plays in this whole picture, okay? In three through four, when he's feeling that conviction, when he's feeling that resistance and that downward pull that we all know about that steals the strength from your life because we who have died to sin can no longer live in it. And when we are participating in sin, making room for it, covering it up, and planning to continue in it, then our strength and joy and peace as a Christian will be sapped. And we know from this verse here, from verse 4, that a part of that is God himself resisting us. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. Okay? So the Lord, because he loves you, that hand of discipline comes into your life, not because he hates you and wants to hurt you, but because you don't live in sin anymore. So he loves you, and like a good father, he's resisting you. He's wanting you to say, hey, turn around. Don't you see where you're going? This is not the right way for you. And his intention is that we would turn to him, and that's where prayer becomes so important. So if prayers of repentance are not a regular part of our life, a regular part of our prayer life with God, then, then we're missing something somewhere. So if we can't talk openly with God, I verse 5, I acknowledge my sin to you, and I did not cover my iniquity. I said I will confess my transgressions. Um, there's an S there. Transgressions, multiples to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. It's based on that Um knowledge when we look at Jesus that he will that there's forgiveness for us that we can share in detail our transgressions with the Lord seeking his forgiveness because we don't want to live in that anymore that's not how we live and are we confessing to beg God for forgiveness no we know he'll forgive us we are asking him because we want to be reunited with him listen to verses 10 and 11 this is where the promise is at Many are the sorrows of the wicked, and we know I know that from personal experience. When I walked without God and then I could look around the world and see it's true, many are the sorrows of the wicked. But steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord, and confessing our transgressions to God in prayer is a sure sign of our trust in him. It's like God can be trusted with us. I can tell him. I can come to him. I trust him to have grace for me. Verse 11, be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. Now, that term upright in heart would mean someone who knows they have shared everything with the Lord and that they can walk away from those things that are against his will. Okay? So I'll just put it this way and then we'll be done today. It's a challenge. I'm challenging myself and I'll just pass it on to you guys. Uh, if we pray more often for the people around us or the culture around us to change, to stop doing things that we think are wrong, which is a good prayer. You'll find that all throughout the Psalms. You'll find that in Jesus's life and ministry. Okay. Jesus wanted people to change. He pointed out, he he noticed, pointed out the way things people were doing that they shouldn't have been. And so it's not wrong to do that, but we, If we pray more often for other people around us to change than we do to pray for our own repentance and that we would change, then there's something wrong with that balance, okay? We need to regularly I, I have never grown more in my ability to sin less than when I have a running conversation, a trusting conversation with God about the ways that I'm falling short, okay? All right, guys, wonderful. Prayers of Confession, Psalm 32. I hope it's helped you. And uh, next time for Psalm 33, we'll have Pastor Josh on the show. So I'll see you guys later.